I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio podcast. You can make your own sentence out of that. Get that into, like, the fridge magnets and then move it about a bit. Uh, here we are. Um, the show is done. We've wrapped it up in a lovely Christmassy wrapping. And um, I thought it was rather splendid. Mm. It was good. But have we ever sat here and said, bit rough this week, I wouldn't <laughs> bother? I mean, that would be detrimental. Not on air, we haven't said that. No. <laughs> well, there was that one time. <laughs> uh, Adrian Charles was the guest. He was, oh, he was, he was great. splendid. And uh, we had what, what I would call a very helpful phone in. A phone in actually mm. for my own mm. practical aid, which was good. And uh, I did. Don't miss my impression of Adrian Charles. Oh, God. I mean, that was scary. I went, I went to a meeting, um, no, a party for Radio 4, and David Mitchell was there. Oh, yeah. So I followed him round perfecting my David Mitchell voice. To his face? No, David, no, behind his back. Oh, that's how you operate. Behind his back, yes. No, that's not very good. No, I like it. Have another go. have to get into it. Hello, I'm David Mitchell at Radio 4 Party. And um, can this you take away this man who keeps following me around doing the voice? I'm not happy with him. I don't know where he's come from. And I feel he may be trying to steal my essence. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely fabulous. It is. I mean, John Colshaw. <laughs> That's what I say. Um, and not for the first time. No, he's very good, John Coulter, but he, he ain't that good. Also, I find when, when he's off stage, his hair is in the pattern of herringbone. <laughs> he has herringbone hair, John Coulter, which I've never really understood. He's not a herring, nor is his hair bone. But that's, that's the pattern he's taken on. Um, I think he should get it done and move, see if he can sort of tease it into a dog tooth check. Hmm. I think we should start the show, dude. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with uh, Emily and Gareth, as usual. And, we're, and our guest today is Adrian Childs, off of the telly. <laughs> so that's quite exciting. And he's your friend as well. Well, yeah. And we've got, um, we've got cameras in the studio. Uh, because they're going to film it. Adrian Hyatt is going to... Co- he doesn't just do the news, Adrian Hyatt. Oh, my God, he does everything. Yeah, but I Gareth's saw him got vacuuming hold of- when I got in this morning. <laughs> Gareth's got hold of the cameras and he's using them for, for ill. Is he? Yeah. Usually there was a weird thing open where I was able to focus and direct the webcams. It yeah, was so- a weird thing if you were able to focus. <laughs> <laughs> I saw yeah. where you were directing it as well, Gareth. I think it was a portal to the fifth dimension, if I'm is not that- mistaken. Is that speaker over Emily's head new? Um, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it might be. <laughs> Hold on, let's have a, let's have a listen to it. Odder, odder, odder. Okay, that'll be the speaker. So, um, yeah, so, uh, oh, Tiger Woods has, um, he's resigned indefinitely. Not resigned, re- what's he done? Packed up indefinitely. Retired. Did he it, retire indefinitely? I don't know what indefinitely means. That means I'm not sure. I can come back when I've calmed her down a bit. Yeah, basically, they're going to go on a cruise. Him and his wife. That's a good idea. Oh, that'll isn't sort it, it out. That'll yeah. be. She'll be fine after that. You know right what the next thing is? He's, <laughs> in the middle of the in the middle of the night, his speedboat is going to crash into a boy, and he's charged <laughs> off the boat, having been smacked in the mouth. Poor old. I feel a bit sorry for Tiger. Since when has what? <laughs> since when has infidelity got so much stick in the papers? It does depend how nice the cruise is. 
in terms of the levels of forgiveness, I think. If you take to somewhere really nice, mind you, they have, there's just been, like, hundreds of these women, though. It's not five or six. Yeah, but, you know, isn't it an accepted part of celebrity? Not that I do it myself. Frank but, Skinner. No, but if, I don't, people have been particularly harsh on Tiger, I think. Mm. I think it's the grand scale. I think it's it's the numbers. Because he seemed so clean-cut, didn't he? He seemed like he was too goody-two-shoes to be true, and then... Because um, we were talking about how boring he was before. Yeah, when, but, when the crash first happened, we but were there like, was no women, and then there was yeah. like twenty. I think well, they were. Woman. I think they were sleeping in the tree. <laughs> that was the idea. Of the, <laughs> <laughs> when he hit the tree, they all fell out. The wife said, "Just a minute." <laughs> that, that's what's happened there. I, well, I, it's the strangest tale. It really is the strangest tale. I love you, Tiger. I want to move in with you. No, you can't do that. But there's a treehouse. <laughs> You fancy that? <laughs> yeah. What are those other women in there? You just mind your own business. <laughs> don't, don't get on with their lives. You get on with yours. I uh, I had a girlfriend that used to call me Tiger. That's a true story. Really? Mm. I don't wish to know your bedroom names. I feel like I need to go and wash now. Well, it was only because I've got quite bad stretch marks. <laughs> oh, God. It wasn't anything... Uh... Oh, yeah, I look like... A... From a distance, I look like a slinky. <laughs> If I'm doing uh, oh, folding exercises. Can you do folding exercises? <laughs> Only if you do origami very, very strenuously, I should think. Oh, that laugh. That laugh that you heard then was our producer, Emma, is a very sweet woman who laughs a bit like some dirty old miner from up north. <laughs> it's great. It's fabulous. It's like being produced by a pirate. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Saturday morning. I love that. If, I, if there was a Desert Island Jingles, which would be a great programme if you think about it, that would be right up there. Right up there. Next, I think, well, I think my number one would probably be... <laughs> oh, God. Adrian Childs joining us. <laughs> Why are you playing the deer hunter for Adrian Childs? Apparently, him and Christine Blakely play quite a lot of Russian roulette mm. um, during the VTs on the show. You know when they show the little films and stuff? They just sit there pointing a gun. I think they do it to each other, just for the clip. I think when you're 20 minutes into the one show, you don't really care whether you get the bullet or not. Because they, they were in Nam together, weren't they, those two? Are you that's just going to be nasty about met. our guests that are coming on? <laughs> uh, well, oh, God, do you think you might be listening? Oh, look, I watch the one show on a regular basis. Mate. I think, I'm sure I saw a very informative like clip about Russian roulette on the one show. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> yeah, it'd be uh, that Gardner Charles woman. Brandreth, was it? Jo- oh, that would be God. <laughs> if he was watching someone play Russian roulette with... <laughs> With Charles Brandreth, you'd so, so be involved, wouldn't you? Sorry, someone's filled all the barrels of this gun. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Giles said, oh, I really... <laughs> oh, that was um, Giles Brandreth there, having his head blown off. So, um... That's a terrible impression, and you're a Bromley. I can no, do better um, impression. No, butterflies. Um, it, I, t- I had a bit of... I had an anniversary this week. Oh, Thanks. Good noise. I'm going to. Funny, that would have been a great jingle. Um, yes. Can I do a slightly more judgmental noise? Oh. Yes, I haven't said it yet. It was my. Um, it was the 22nd anniversary of my first ever stand-up gig. Oh wow! So I've been a comic for 22 years. Can you believe that? Handy down, see my day too much. So I was very excited about that, and in order to celebrate. I went to see a film about Eddie Izzard. I thought I'd go and watch a documentary about a comic who's been more successful than me. Mm. Just to slightly 
Ma, my day. And um, it was very, it was called Believe, right? And uh, I thought it was great. This, there's lots of, you know, he was, he's obviously very funny, Eddie, and, and he had shots. Of, I'd kind of forgot he was a transvestite. Seems to have. He doesn't I, like to talk about that much anymore, though, does well, he? Well, since he's grown the goatee, he seems to not do it so much. I think he's worrying he might go into uh, Kenny Everett territory. <laughs> But I was, you know, I, I really enjoyed the film. I'd recommend if anyone's uh, listening. And uh, and then I went to the toilet afterwards. And I was feeling very broad-minded, you know, about the whole thing. And then there was a, a transvestite at the urinal. Wow, and I must right. admit, I panicked. All my, <laughs> all the things, you know, I thought, no, I'll be fine with this. I thought, oh, my God. And I, I wouldn't, I had to stand back and wait for Wait for him so to finish. was he hitching up a skirt? Yeah, what was he, oh, he was hitching right. up a skirt, yeah. And I, you know, he was hitching up a skirt and he was dragging down a tights. Oh and How did things end? Did they end badly? Um, no, no, they ended fine. I, oh, just, I just stood by the hand-washing machine crying <laughs> and, uh, until he'd finished. And, and I felt terrible because I've got nothing against transvestites right. at all. But at you, Ryan, it's a very confrontational place, I find. So, uh, so that was that. And uh, my girlfriend, mm. um, she arrived at the cinema and said, oh, fantastic, I've just been really chatted up by this uh, very good-looking young bloke. Oh. And I thought, if, I, if this was reversed, if I said, oh, God, something brilliant just happened, I've been chatted up by a 20-year-old Russian in the street. She's obviously looking for another old man. Um, LAUGHTER uh, She'd have gone absolutely ballistic. So, is, Emily, is it all right for a woman to say I've been chatted up but not for a bloke? Oh, of course. OK. Deal with it. <laughs> I got chatted up this week. Well, I oh, say... don't. <laughs> now, you're just saying that because <laughs> you're sort of, oh, God, I better claim I've been chatted up. Obviously, <laughs> don't be ridiculous. Get on there. Yeah, I had some action. Um, I was standing outside a karaoke bar because that's the way I was rolling this week. Right. And uh, a guy said to me that uh, he liked my profile. Hmm. And my were, you, were you holding up a laptop with no. a Facebook page on it, <laughs> just in case anyone was passing her? Was he a criminal psychologist? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he was. <laughs> he liked your profile. I think he was talking about my posterior. Oh. So oh. my friend came out and she said drunkenly, that seems like a very flimsy basis for a relationship, which I think is good. Yeah, but you wouldn't refer to someone's bum as their profile, would you? Oh, it happens all the time, Frank. Does that mean that Ronnie Cobb is keeping a low profile? <laughs> Absolute Radio. Guess what? It's what? the X Factor final tonight. And can I say that I have a sort of a reverse arc with all of these programmes, is I start really, really liking them. By the time I get to the final, I hate them. I think the final is the dullest part of the whole show. Do you? Why? They've got rid of all the sort of... Um, the dross. Mentally dubious people and stuff. You know, there's people... All the people that have been out of work for 20 years that, that have been on it, you know, have been come out of their bedsits and then gone back in forever. All those have gone, and now there's just some, you know, quite competent people who hate music. And, uh, You've got I, to love Joe, though. I love that Joe. No, I don't yeah, we're Joe. big Joe fans, aren't we, Em? Yeah, we love him. Not me. I, oh, I, I'm for, I, if I had to go for one, I'd go for Stace. <laughs> yes, you probably would. Because I, I love the fact that she, she can do a really dramatic, there's a place for us. And you think, that's beautiful. Her time. And they said, that was fantastic. Her time. And you think, what happens between the singing and that person, that terrible sort of, sort of, it looks like a... 
if you can imagine an Afghan hound having some sort of fit, <laughs> that's what the interview bit's like. It's terrifying. I don't like her very much. I'm sorry. Oh, Frank. you don't like any women who are I mildly do. attractive. Do you How think? How dare um, you say that you when are, you know it's true? <laughs> yeah, I know. I kind of think her kind of very low status simpering is a is a manipulation technique. What do you think about that, Emily? Well, well I don't well, dislike yeah. her. Can I just say because okay. she's attractive? Although obviously that's very irritating. <laughs> and also, I'm not <laughs> against women doing low status simpering <laughs> generally. <laughs> I think that can be the cement that keeps the bricks of a relationship <laughs> stable. I just find the celebration of her stupidity, if I may say, yes. a little bit irritating. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I, th- I have my girlfriend. See, I'll keep on about my girlfriend this morning. I always think it's a bit odd when a fifty-two-year-old man says my girlfriend. You feel like mm. a little bit Ronnie Wood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little bit of Ronnie Wood. A little more. <laughs> Electrina. Is he called Electrina? Her name is Ekaterina. Ekaterina. But they're not together <laughs> anymore anyway. No, exactly. But no, I th- I think my girlfriend rather, she's got the theory that Stacey, when she's off stage, says, well, you know, we're pretty well. I, I thought the stupid voice was, uh, was pretty good tonight. That breathing in thing I do. You know, the, I thought that I'm, re- I'm getting that really good now. Yeah, I'm com- Anyway, so how's the sales going? <laughs> That's how she sees her. Very, but then again, my dad used to say that the little kid in uh, Different Strokes was a fifty-year-old dwarf. <laughs> so that I, I, I've always lived with people who are very cynical about everything that happens on television. Um, you're looking at me like, was he? Was he a fifty-year-old dwarf? <laughs> you look at me, oh God, he's mentioned the fifty-year-old dwarf thing that we in the media are supposed to keep to ourselves. I'm terribly sorry if anyone's listening. Yeah, so I'm. I'm. Uh, I saw an interview with uh, with Simon Cowell. Mm-hmm. And he was very angry because have you seen there's a group, there's an internet group that are trying to get people to download um, Rage Against the Machines. Oh, um, yes, I did see that, yeah. Killing in the name of you. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're trying to beat whoever wins uh, X Factor to number one. And I think that is the most brilliant idea. It's like, it's, it's awesome. oh man, it's better. It's like, it's the closest we'll ever get to the Russian Revolution. Red yeah. flags and people standing in the streets pointing. And and he said he thought it was very cynical. <laughs> Simon Kell said, <laughs> and he said they seemed to be uh, they seemed to be dissing the X Factor audience, and he didn't like that. Wow! <laughs> he can't he can't need that, can he? It's a bit like Satan taking the moral high ground, it isn't is, it? It's That's exactly it is. it's exactly that. Yeah, I mean, I quite like I like Simon Cowell in many ways. He's uh, I like his honesty. And you like his black shredded wheat hair. I like his black shredded wheat hair, but I don't know why he's centre parted it. Why not just let it go up, up, up and relax? <laughs> anyway, in in Jedwood's no, but um, anyway, so if you're around tomorrow, if you download uh, "Killing in the Name" by uh, by uh, Rage Against the Machine, you could actually stop one of the X Factor people from getting to number one and that would be the best thing I think that's ever happened Absolute Radio I decided that the people on X Factor all hate music it's a, it's a show that hates music they don't want to be they don't care they don't sit thinking oh man this song means so much to me they think I want to be famous if you said you could be a model an actor TV mm. presenter or have an affair with Tiger Woods they'd all happily do it all three of them I'm saying now Mm. And Susan Bob probably did have an affair with Tiger. With two <laughs> right. Yeah, well, Tiger, you know, a variety. That's what it's all about with these people. <laughs> so, uh, where did I put that deer I bought in? It's here somewhere. Oh God! Hold on. I just have a. <laughs> 
We need to think very carefully before letting Frank load a jingle into the machine, because... <laughs> OK, then. That's that out the way. I'm looking for... Um, I'm looking to learn. Are you? Yes. I believe... And this was... A friend of mine, Tracy McLeod, said to me uh, a few years back, you should always be having lessons in something. And I thought, that's a brilliant idea. I've had lessons in everything you could think of. I've had... Um, what sort of thing? Horse riding, salsa... Ice skating, drawing, singing, French. Drawing? German. How old are you? Seven? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, it weren't just like sticks. With okay. It. No, it was like, it was proper drawing. I've had all sorts of Do you know what stuff. I've noticed? Your accent's gone much more brummy now that Adrian Charles has walked in the building. Is he in the building? I don't know, but I'm assuming it's because your accent's gone brummy. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, let's look <laughs> at the brummometer. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll just speak. I'll just speak and this is what happens. Um, yeah, quarter no takes day day time. <laughs> yes, What's it's right. That? It's gone off the scale. It's just exploded. <laughs> it's yeah. somebody. A, a friend of mine uh, got a job um, a work, working in a factory near me, and he he, he wasn't from the area, and uh, he he made a cup of tea at uh, eleven o'clock, and a mm. bloke said, "Your quarter no takes day day time." <laughs> um, What's that? It means you can't have any tea because it isn't tea time. I can say something in Birmingham. Go on then. Albinia. That's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Although what, Albinia. What Emily actually said when we went to Birmingham was, oh, get all these people away from me. <laughs> I <Yeah>. did not. <laughs> well, that's true, but she said it with a slight accent. <laughs> anyway, so, so your lessons. So, yeah, mm. so I'm looking for someone else to have lessons in, basically. Somebody suggested skiing, but I think if you go skiing, don't you then, after you've skied, you have to hang around with some of the most terrible people on the planet? And I don't know if I could cope with that. I yeah, I don't think that's right for you. No. But you see, what Do you, you ski? No. You surprise me. Why? Because I look like one of the most terrible people <laughs> on the planet. Thanks, Frank. Um, well, I wouldn't say you look like one. You're in a terrible mess. I'm not going to help you out of it either. <laughs> OK. Um, no, I just I imagine that you are someone skis, a manservant skis and carries you in his arms. <laughs> and you just buy the clothes. I learnt to do something quite recently. Oh, God. I le- <laughs> Can I remind you that it's 8.36 <laughs> in the morning? This is a very nice story. Oh, OK. I never learnt how to ride a bike. Because my parents... Really? No, I can't ride a bike either. Well, you see, my parents... It was because my parents were a bit bohemian and they just spent all their time smoking and telling anecdotes about John Gilgood. It was because my parents couldn't afford a bike. Oh, Frank. I don't know what to say now. (laughs) Um, So... Go on. So I decided to learn. So I had lessons. Recently? Yeah, about five years ago. I did have to go to this park in Stoke Newington... And there, what, and well, was the it, wasn't was... there room for your profile in a smaller area? <laughs> but the, Must have been the, a hell of a saddle you had there. As the man was teaching me, there were all these kids going, oh, my God, look at that old woman, she's got stabilisers. Oh, did they? really? really embarrassing. And yeah, that was honestly... before you got on the bike? <laughs> that was just for your behind? Because <laughs> <laughs> it drags, it can drag on a, on a path. I've noticed, Dang. I've seen that. Um, so, yeah, I was so proud of myself, so I learned. So I'm really good bike riding. Well, I can't ride it. a bike. I can't swim. I can't ice skate. I can't roller skate. I can't. I just can't. Right. I, I once had the idea of doing a, a TV programme called Frank Skinner Can't, <laughs> in which every week I tried to learn the, all the things I can't do, but it, it would have been too long a series. So, look, if, what should I have lessons? If anyone, something unusual I'd like. I've considered Morris dancing. Right. Are you leaving? <laughs> yeah. What about drumming? Oh, if you're going to be stupid about it. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. You know what we need, do you? I think oh. we need an Ethan update. Ah! Ah! 
I wonder if people are sitting at home thinking that's the alarm. <laughs> Must be the alarm going. So, um, yes, Ethan, if, in case you don't know, is Garrett's baby. Who is? How old is he now? He's six months. Is he really? He's really 11. pretty as well. I saw some recent photos of him. I'm so relieved he's good looking. <laughs> he would be. He's got good looking parents, to be fair. Yeah, but it's horrible when people have ugly babies. You never know what to yeah. say, do you? No, we're really... I say nothing. I just look and go, hmm. <laughs> I find they're fine with that. Sorry. We're really pleased with him. He's really good. Well, you're not, well what, if you weren't pleased with him, what would you do? I don't know. Would you t- tie him and waste ground near an A road like they do with dogs? <gasps> Get old. Anyway, um, yes, so what's what's the update? Well, I had a very um, excited message left on my phone yesterday from Laura, and Ethan rolled over for the first time. Um, He rolled over from one side to the other. What does that mean? Well, he did a 360-degree revolution. He did a three-point turn. (laughs) He rolled out. Don't they do that from the start? No, 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 they have to learn to do everything bit by bit. To learn to roll over. Yeah. So if you lay a baby in a cot on mm. its left hand side and went away, say for a week, yeah, when you're not you got, supposed to. No, put not it for on a week. But say for two, you don't put it on one side. No, you. you they go on their back nowadays. They always used to say put them on their front, and now they say put them on their back. Okay, but they wouldn't be able to roll over whatever you put them. No. On. Well, I until ne- they learn to roll that. over, I never knew that. When do they start walking? <laughs> oh, um, about seven. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't wait. Don't ask me. I don't know any later. Ladies. Later on, yeah. But that's. I can't believe they don't um, roll over. Maybe the, maybe there's a scope. If I phoned Mother Care and said I've come up with a, a baby rotisserie, <laughs> which just goes up the back of the cardigan, <laughs> up the back of the romper suit, and then slowly it turns. Stop them getting. You know. You know when you leave. Mm. You know when you. Um, microwave a, a jacket potato and if you do it a bit too long the bottom bit forms like a hard base i imagine if a baby's in a cot for too long the bottom bit would kind of start to solidify where if a rotisserie steadily took him round by the romper suit that'd be absolutely fine no they they let you know if they're not happy if they start to form a callus on their underside they would let you know about it and tell the you know tell you to but it's good because for a while you can use <laughs> them kind as, of bit gmt you can yeah, use them as like um po- sorry it's good for a while because you can sort of use them as a paperweight or something well, until well, they start yeah. rolling. You can strike matches on on the bed saw. <laughs> Absolute radio. Adrian Hyatt is filming us. I know. Don't don't mention it. He's doing um, Absolute are doing a big documentary about me. I got in after the <laughs> Eddie Izzard documentary. I went to on uh, on Wednesday or whatever it was. I uh, I, I came round to Absolute and burst into tears. It was a big scene, <laughs> and. Um, the head of Absolute said, oh, look, we can make a documentary about you, Fred. I said, would you? And he said, he said yes. And so um, Adrian's in with a camcorder. and this is it. This So they're giving be... you a one-person crew. Yeah, but, you know, this is just the beginning. This will be like that kind of rough, grainy sort of uh, bit. You know, the re- it's very real. Very reportage. <laughs> it's very reportage. I'm confident about that. And... Um, Yes, uh, and by the way, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, in case you think um, you've actually tuned into your neighbour's house. What time is it? <laughs> what time is it? I'll tell you exactly what time it is. We're doing it's a radio show, we don't have ten time past nine for your... And 42 seconds. Yeah, yeah, we're doing a proper radio show. Yeah, mm. yeah. Time check-in, that's how you know it's live. Live, live, live! Yeah, Neil Francis, thanks for that yeah. great show this morning. <laughs> that's what we're supposed to do, thank mm. the previous DJ. You're probably not supposed to give it an hour and ten before you do it. <laughs> Here we are on Saturday... Morning. <laughs> yeah, it's all okay. We've established yeah, that we're no, live, I think. God, I think. I don't think anyone thinks, oh, I bet this is recorded. It's so smooth. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, um, you're off to the Comedy Awards tonight. Yes, I am, and Can what I of point it? Out, there's two comedians in this room. They aren't going. No. And you, some sort of camp follower, if I may say. <laughs> not all that camp, but you know what I mean. So you're I off am to- going. Yes, I am going. Yeah. The I preparations don't go if I'm not nominated. St- That's my rule. Oh, well, then you won't be going, then. I haven't been since 84. <laughs> but... I've still got my speech just in case I'd won, but I don't, think, I don't think I'll be able to do the minor strike if I do win one later on. My preparations have started already. Oh, yeah. I brought my hair in. It's looking good. I saw your hair. Yeah, in it's a in a bag. bag under, I, don't, under... I don't like people arrive with their hair in a bag. <laughs> something wrong about it. It's that. under the table. It's going to look great. It's a bit Cheryl Cole. Yeah, it is very Cheryl Cole. I've got the nails, I've got the boob tape. I've got everything. Uh, oh, just a minute. Yes, you're allowed boob to say boob, that, it's fine. Is that what Adrian's making? <laughs> <laughs> the boob, what is boob tape? Is it's that like that stop, black you... and yellow stripy stuff to p- keep no, it's passers-by not an... away from I'm your not an, I'm not boobs. a crime area. Okay, people it's... aren't saying nothing to see here. <laughs> it's, uh, it's to stop you popping out. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> where's, the, where's the fun in that? <laughs> oh, I don't like the sound of you. Tape. Tape. And I've got my dress, and my dress is designed by the same person who's doing Stacey's costumes on X Factor. Oh. Yeah. What is it? Tax shop? <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I was at the Comedy Awards once when Dame Thora Heard won a Lifetime uh, Achievement Award, and it was, uh, she's very old at the time, very old, and by God, she looked it. And uh, she came up in a wheelchair. You can imagine how long it took. You know, it wasn't wheelchair-friendly at all, but this, she steadily... W- wheeled herself down the thing and we gave her a big stand innovation and I thought is a stand innovation appropriate seems to be robbing it in really mm. it's as if we were saying okay you can act but can you do this <laughs> and I wasn't happy about it I think my favourite ever probably my most embarrassing but also my favourite ever I was at the MTV Awards and Ava Hertzogova mm. at the time of the Wonderbra oh, adverts yeah. uh, she got up to uh, award uh, best newcomers right and um, she had this very low cut dress on. I couldn't. I couldn't breathe. And uh, she opened. She didn't say a word. Didn't do any speech. Just opened the envelope and went smashing pumpkins. And I said, "Here, here!" And pe- <laughs> people just stared at me. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Adrian Childs is in the room. Can you imagine? He came in earlier, but we sent him out again. He came in earlier because it was cold. Yeah. You believe that? I just thought I'd come in and take part and sit around as we friends, but then you just sent me away. If I was I on the one, any if I was on the one show and I walked in in the middle of Giles Brandreth, <laughs> yeah. you'd send me out with a flea well, in my ear. As long as you right. pipe down, you could hang around, sit there, be fine. You would not let me. See. I'm going to do it next. Should I ever be you asked? Just back? show up any time you want. Okay, even when if I'm not a guest. Even if you're not a guest, you are <laughs> always welcome. Uh, well, I was going to ask you about this new series you've got coming out, but your PR bloke is in here, so we can't even mention it. But I just mentioned it vaguely. He's got his say. hand up the back of my hooded top at the moment. He's just <laughs> operating me, saying what I can and can't say. So. I think it's good if you've got all this stuff up in yeah, it. Got it makes you sound, you know, yes. like a bloke who's on, yeah. the, on the top of your game. Yeah. But we no. won't mention it. No. <sighs> but what we will mention, right. Adrian Childs, is your new DVD. Why don't you tell us about it? Um... Well, we do this thing at the end of uh, the end of match of the day too, called "Too Good, Too Bad," which it often often seems to me is the only reason anybody watches match of the day too. So uh, it's just all the kind of funny bits, really, that's happened for the weekends, uh, happened over the, for the weekends football. So I'll, we I just think thought, I have. To, can I do a slightly late interruption on yeah, that? Go on. Uh, I I really like match of the day. Oh, that's too. very it's much kind better of than match of the day one. I couldn't possibly comment on that. Yeah, because match um, of the day one, the, the the games are too long. I'm happy to just see the goals and the odd fight. 
That's yeah. all I want. Well, that's what we can. That's what we can deliver on yes. match of the day too, because we haven't got to get sort of eight or nine sort of uh, games away, you know, with the full highlights. But just the, this, this too good, too bad thing just seems to have captured people's imagination. I always, I'm always walking past sort of fried chicken shops at sort of half eleven at night. And I've there's, heard a load, there's a load. Of, <laughs> I, I heard you just waiting for scraps. I, do, well, I, <laughs> I have done a bit of that actually in my time. But I look, and these these uh, these youths, these rascals, look at me as they want to rob me, and then they see me, they recognise me, and they go. Oh, too good, too bad, man. Have a, have a leg of chicken. You know, that, I get... I get that, is I get, that really... That's the thing that, they call out. Absolutely. Every time, too good, too bad. Every time. It's Every time. So I get, I get, I get maximum, I think, what they know is respect from them. I, it makes me feel young again. So we sit around talking about obscure clips of various footballers, and they seem to like that. So we thought we'd do a, a DVD of it, it wasn't that easy because of the Premier League, we couldn't get the rights and stuff. So we did a World Cup one. So going back um, to going back to '66. Although the poor lad who had to do the research on it, he he had a nervous breakdown in the end because there are so there there are so few shots of the crowd from that time now that are twenty cameras in every ground yeah. and sort of half bored cameramen and women just amusing themselves picking shots out of the crowd that you didn't you didn't get shots of. Fat people in the crowd picking their noses in 1974. There are very few. There and were far no between. fat people there. No, <laughs> those were lean years in yes, many I ways. Think I think you're probably right, but we um, no. We, it's amazing what we have managed to. Uh, amazing what we have managed to dig up. Well, it's. I mean, it's, so it's, it's out at the moment. It is out at the moment. It's in yes. the direct head-to-head with my own football clips. Gareth's already day. given one to his dad. Yeah. He Garrett got it free, though. A free promotional copy. <laughs> 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 Is it even the correct oh, no, that was, that was very that. that was very poor. It was signed. It was a collector's, it was signed. It was a collector's edition. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Now, my DVD, uh, Cornucopia, which is the funniest corners of 2008, <laughs> 2009s. And it's gone so well, we're already working on... That uh, would be awesome. Yeah, we're yeah. working on Short Cornucopia, <laughs> which is the best short corners. Can you do a West Brom one called In- Incompetent Cornucopia? <laughs> we don't take or defend them very well. Well, I'm, we? I'm negotiating for uh, Run It Into The Cornucopia, which is great time-wasting. <laughs> but we can only get the Carling Cop at the moment. <laughs> So it's not just you, though, is it? Um, you have, you have no, no, help. You have expert the, help on the DVD. No, it's like a lot of things I do. So when you, you, you try and give it the big sell, it's difficult because actually all it is, is 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 me and Lee Dixon sitting around. Looking, oh, I like him. Looking at uh, yeah, looking at sort of clips of looking at clips of, of football, of obs- obscure clips of football and crowds and people with funny things on their heads. But we we amused ourselves no end doing it. But for most people, that would be their dream night in sitting in with you and Lee Dixon watching football clips. Oh, I don't know no, that's that. really is true. Honestly, I, we were in we were in Vienna with Lee Dixon yeah. once. You'll remember this, and he explained to me. Basically, George Graham's tactics at Arsenal with like two beer bottles and an ashtray and stuff out on the table. You know, six, six glasses. Yeah. So we had, we had, yeah, there were four. There were four Viennese beer glasses representing the Arsenal, the, the, back, the, the back first four. title winning back four, wasn't exactly. it? Exactly. So this is Steve Bowl. This is Tony Adams. Here's Winterburn. And yeah, I think we had a, we had a pork scratching as David Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio. Uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Adrian Childs. In the studio, plugging his DVD like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find it very difficult to big myself up, and I, I can't. For, I, I, I gave the PR a heart attack by saying some stuff about the doors. Well, it's, oh, it's all right. 
It's nothing special, but I do quite like it, but I don't think it's for me to say, really. Well, I'm quite excited by the idea, of uh, genuinely, yeah. of watching Lee Dixon analyse the six best World Cup goals of all time. Yeah, well, you pick six great goals, and then all you ever hear said about the goals, what a strike, what a pass, what, you know, what play. When, in fact, he just, uh, he analysed it from the point of view of the defending being, being terrible, and so you see, you see it through the other end of the telescope, really. It's, yeah. it's really quite fascinating. It's, I mean, the, the best... The simplest example to explain is the uh, you know, the Jeff Hurst think it's all over goal. Yeah. Well, if you ne- next time you see that, and it will be replayed about five million times before we get to South Africa. But there's one Jeff Hurst running through with the ball, and then over on the right, there's another England attacker, and in between them, there is the uh, there's the German fullback. Now the German fullback has been programmed to mark the other guy. Right, yeah. but he's got Jeff Hurst running towards him, and he's in trouble because he's marking two players. But instead, you know, he really ought to go to Jeff Hurst and try and stop him getting the ball. Instead, he just literally runs the other way. He runs away from Jeff Hurst, clearing his way to goal, and just well, I'm marking my man. He's my responsibility over there. If Jeff Hurst scores, that's that's somebody else's problem. It wasn't my fault. My theory is that the German bloke thought it was all up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why. That's that, why that you is went. the other possibility. But also Maradona's um, second goal in uh, in 1980. When he beats about eight England defenders. Oh, even yeah. I know that. Yeah, but if you look at the defending, it's around some very half-hearted I've always thought that, though. But, I, I mean, Lee Dixon, I'd like to see him... So all these great goals, he's basically saying, oh, well, I could have scored that because the defending's wrong. Well, he's, he's saying it with his tongue firmly in his cheek, I've got to say. But it doesn't well, that's going to sound, sound like Jamie Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> so have you, are you aware of the, uh, the John Colshaw impression of you? Yeah. What, what do you, what do you thought... think? Well, I... I think, well, again, it's not for me to say, but I think I think the mannerisms are quite good. But he, he just struggles with the he struggles with the voice. He sounds more like Enoch. When he first started doing it, he sounded more like Enoch Powell. And it's strange because on that show, I think he does Michael McIntyre brilliantly. He says the Eamon Holmes is superb, the Ross Kemp is superb, and then he just he just struggles with me. Maybe but, you should just do Enoch Powell. I suppose it's not such a, it's not such a topic. It was character. humiliating about that. They rang up and said, "Look, we're doing it. Can we use the studio?" And I went, "All oh, right, I don't mind. Whatever." I said, "The makeup woman had come and like, the, the the makeup and disguise woman. What do you call it? Not disguise. Disguise. What do you call it? The people who put hair on. What you spy or something? Costume. Yeah. And stuff. I'm, I'm worried that you <laughs> see that generally as disguise. <laughs> um, but anyway, she said, "Can we come have a look at you?" So I just sat there grumpily on my uh, on my computer. Well, she got about ten different swatches of hair, all varying shades of grey, <laughs> and matched them, matched so them to my hair. I said, there must be one at least that's not totally grey, and the, but they were all grey. I have grey hair. That was the moment I knew I had grey hair. And this is for John Colshaw's benefit, so you actually allowed yourself to be a yeah. research item. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can't get the hump over that, can you? Oh, so? no, you can't get the hump. I can do an impression of Adrian. Oh, go on, let's hear it. Oh, I can't do it. I have to get myself in no, the zone. too high. Oh. Too high so far. <laughs>, <laughs>, Laugh's wrong. All right, Frank. You're coming down the Albion. <laughs> no, that's rubbish. That's now, there's people I'm thinking, oh, hold on, was that the impression or was that actually Adrian speaking? <laughs> exactly. I Gareth, can, I you can do, do an impression. Oh, go on. <clears throat> like the Roman I seem to see. Has he not <laughs> The river Tiber foaming with... T- <laughs> what? Oh, sorry, I've got that same John Colshaw problem. I kept doing Enoch Powell. That's such a letdown. Uh, no, Alistair McGowan used to do me, and I thought, that it, what they do for, for the likes of us, they mm. just do a sort of Brummy accent, a card yeah. Brummy accent. Well, yeah. But we both. That's how you speak, no, guys. We've, got, we've both got strange. We've both got strange accents. There's no. There's nobody in. There's very few people in Birmingham or the Black Country that speak like me and you. Certainly speak like me. I don't think. 
because I'm from I'm from Hackney, so I've got impeccable middle class credentials on the quiet. So my accent's a is bit your of a voice hybrid. posh then? Well, I wouldn't say no. It's not posh, it's, but it's I'm where we come from. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, uh, yeah, he's a sort of uh, hooray Henry. <laughs> <laughs> You don't hear that hooray Henry much anymore. Whatever happened to him? They, they were sort of retired, weren't they? You do when you're with me. No, do you? <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of uh, French people shouted it recently. Absolute radio. So have you got another... You did a fantastic um, bicycle ride with uh, Alan Shearer, a sort of endurance yeah. thing. Yeah. Have, have you? Are you going to do something else? Because I find that once people start doing these big testing things, they get stuck on it. Uh yeah, I wanted to do something this year, but they're plan- I wanted to do some mad endurance thing, but it didn't fit in with their plans this time. So I've got to do something on the night. I've got Just to- do it on your own. Well, I've got to. Yes, yes. yes That's always been my ambition. Frank, yeah. why so, don't right- you do it with Adrian? No, I like the. Because he's a fitter so, than me. No, there's, there's nothing left to do anymore. That's the problem. I mean, for, in terms of ultra running, you can never beat Eddie Izzard now. That's done. Yeah. I wanted to swim the channel. Well, David uh, Williams has, has done that. Yeah. And then James Cracknell's. I mean, he has, li- he has literally rode the Atlantic. He's, he's rode, cycled, and swam don't from get here. Bitter. Don't from get here bitter. To <laughs> no, but there is, there is nothing, well, there, there I, is nothing left something. to do. Go on. Why don't, no one's done this. Why don't you see how far down you can dig? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the sound of that. Just yeah. How far you can dig down? Maybe as a sort of digging. if you could get a cold, it's anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Who's done that? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, but we're, yes, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to do it now? You hit, hit rock. Yeah, you could, you could, Adrian Charles, Australia or Boss. <laughs> <laughs> But if you could dig straight down, do you get to the lava at the middle of the earth? Yeah, I think you'll have to pass the core. Yeah, you will have to pass the core, but, I mean, just just take some away for the core. Which celebrity, which, which, which sportsman would you take? With you, someone like Kevin Keegan or something? I'm, I'm just trying to think who's got very long nails. <laughs> I think you, Maybe you, somebody with big hands. You'd be better off or taking... Terry Butcher or could something. Take a greyhound. <laughs> Some world champion, great. <laughs> have someone holding a bone in Australia. <laughs> and off we go, that'll be fine. <laughs> you must be overdue for a book as well now. You haven't written a book oh, for I'm nearly a year. Adrian Charles sent a journey to the centre of the earth. <laughs> yeah. and, and, beyond. and beyond. Journey via the centre <laughs> of the earth. Yeah. That'd be good. Another bu- book, that's horrendous. I'm amazed there hasn't been a sort of one show. You know, in the humour section, and you get those uh, those books that are like spin-offs. I'm amazed there isn't a one show one. A one show annual. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe next year. Write know, it down. Knows. All right. I'll make a note. I think it's a good idea. So I'm asking people to text in about. Le- I want to do lessons in something new, right? Now, if you were going to do lessons in something now, what do you think you'd go for? Is there anything you've always thought I'd love to learn that? Yeah, I've always wanted to... I'd, I'd love to be able to speak French, actually. I know it's a very, very boring answer. I like to do that. But I, I'm like you. I'm always doing... I, I, I learnt to windsurf a, a couple of years ago. But then I, I haven't been back. I don't know why, because I really loved it. It was a great stress reliever. So I enjoyed doing that. And there was something something recently I thought I'd like to... I'd like to do... Yeah, I, I lost my fear of heights and flying. I just suddenly thought I might to do parachuting, like paragliding. Goodness. Uh, so I've got a place in Wales. I wouldn't mind just... I just suddenly thought it'd be nice to jump off this hill now. Yeah, what I'm getting it. around to is, would you like to come Morris dancing with me? <laughs> oh, absolutely, no problem. <laughs> would I'd you do that? I'll come Morris dancing, no problem. I think we'd have a no, great time. I like time. the costume, I like the bells. Something very traditional. We could go on tour, we could go... I'm always going to Croatia and looking at there because my mum's Croatian, there to a traditional dance. And I retaliate with a bit of traditional British dancing. We can get a maypole, that you know, a oh, collapsible a one that you can get on the. That you can get we can get a maypole from the Exchange of Mark. Yeah, telescopic. 
Adrian, and we Adrian, got till May, haven't we? Adrian, that's, <laughs> what we <laughs> that's what a nice about it. You got a deadline you with the Morris exactly. dancing. End of the football season, isn't it? Just that'd be great. Yeah, maybe we, me and you could do pre FA Cup final. Also, every England game at the uh, the World Cup. That yeah, I honestly though, I'm honestly thinking of doing it. I'm serious. Would you come? I would. I would. <laughs> I, had a, I, went, I took a girlfriend to a to when I first passed my driving test to some country pub in Shropshire, and the, all these Morris dancers were. I was very insecure about it and everything. And there was, there was a Morris some Morris dancing going on outside the back of the pub, and the, all these men were sort of looking at her, and they all started dancing around. It became quite nightmarish. God, actually. like straw dogs. It's yeah. a fertility dance, isn't it? So they were. Yes, it was. It, no, there. there was. There was but you must be very that. insecure if you thought you were going to lose your girlfriend to Morris dancers. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're set there. So Frank yeah. Skinner and Agent Charles Morris dance to the centre of the earth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you put Morris dancing lessons into Google, do you get? Does anything come up? Yeah, I've done it. Have you? The best place is Cecil Sharp House in uh, Primrose Hill. Anyway, oh, we have to. We, that's the. That's the, the end. end. It's been you lovely having you on. All right. Okay. And what's the DVD on. called again? I forgot. Oh, it's too good, too bad. Yeah, don't edition, ask. Don't it? ask the it's PR it? bloke. Yeah. And it's. Um, I've seen it and it's brilliant. So there. Actually, I haven't seen it. I, I said that and then I can't go through with it. But I've heard it's brilliant. So there. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, Frank, we've had a couple of texts in with suggestions. Well, don't sound so surprised. <laughs> with suggestions for lessons you can take. Um, someone here suggested why not try learning ironmongery? <laughs> You can do evening classes, different nails, doorknobs, etc. I like different I nails, one... doorknobs, etc. Could I have one of those shops with the very, very busy windows with like 10 million things in the windows? I love those shops. There's one just round the corner from here. And Andre, I wonder if that's Peter Andre. Remember that old joke, Mangus into an ironmonger? He says, have you got six inch nails? He says, yes, you can just get my back and just put a shoulder blade there. <laughs> I will have later tonight for the Comedy Awards. Indeed. Um, Andre says, I could give you welding lessons. Well, so there you go. That that I like that as well. I like the mm. I like the mask. I like the idea that I could get perhaps extra work this weather from any brass monkeys I know. Mm. Mm. And Possible. when you're around the house and you want, you think, oh, how am I going to join these two pieces of metal together? Yeah, I often think You'll that. Be able to do it. You see, I, the, the needles I've broken trying to <laughs> sew two sheets of aluminium together. I can't. <laughs> I like that I can't for you. Tell you. I see you as an honest son of toil. I think that'd be good for you. Yes. My dad was called Toil. <laughs> he wasn't. I made that up just for some sort of stupid pun. I regret it, but there it's gone. We can always take it out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Phil says, Frank, try wargaming. It involves research, painting soldiers and playing with them. No. Um... <laughs> Oh, we're off to, we've got our works out in this week. Mm. I know, I'm so excited. We're going to get this. We're going to the Ivy, are we? And then... No, we're going, oh. we're going what, what? to pantomime in Milton Keynes. Ah. Okay. No, before you, before you um, turn up your nose, can I, can I discuss it? That's very dangerous. If it rains, you could choke. <laughs> if um, Mickey Rooney is on. Now, Mickey right. Rooney is the last of the great Hollywood legends. He's 89. What a Christmas works outing. No, it'll be brilliant now. 89, I mean, it's Thursday, it's still touch and go. It's Milton I, Keynes. <laughs> it's Milton Keynes, he's on as well, he's very good. <laughs> oh, actually, yes, this is Cinderella, isn't it? Because Bobby Davro's in this. Well, if, I mean, if there's going to be Davrovian activity, 
I'll be there. But I'm just going to, when Mickey, every time Mickey Rooney comes on, I'm going to go, Rooney! Oh, you're Rooney! not. Oh, you're so not. I'm so excited about seeing him, I can't tell yeah. you. And Mickey Rooney's understudy is going to be Derek Akora. <laughs> so if he can't make it, he can still appear. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's so unkind, but funny. Like so many I things. I can't make it, though. I, I, I've got... A... Yeah, funny that, when you oh, found out it was Panto it was and Milton Keynes. When it was the Ivy, you were yeah. available. Anyway, so uh, good day to you.